On today's episode, we are going to take a look at three stocks right now. They're all going to be profitable. They're in a very interesting market and they are growing at some decent levels. We are seeing right now, it seems to be game over for growth stocks. And even though most of my portfolio are in growth stocks, it doesn't mean that's the only things I invest in. And lately, we've been seeing a lot of famous or big people coming out and saying, hey, it's time to chillax with growth stocks. It might be time to find some nice cyclical stocks that are profitable right now that are in a great place. But that doesn't mean we have to find boring airline companies. It doesn't mean we have to find boring hotel companies. Let's try to find some cool companies in some great markets. And I have three pretty cool companies today. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and follow me on Twitch where I live stream taking a look at stocks you want me to look at. So let's get started. But before we begin, let's take a listen to today's sponsor. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns if growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stack advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now on to today's video. Alright, so the first company we're going to take a look at is Activision. And Activision Blizzard, you might know them from some of their very popular games. Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot, Spiral, Candy Crush, World Diablo, World of Warcraft, Tony Hawk, Overwatch, StarCraft. They have a huge name to their selection. And it's no doubt that they are one company with very strong earnings and their valuation does not seem to be pretty crazy. So for those that don't know, Activision is traded under the NASDAQ as ticker ATVI. It's currently sitting at about $95.54. It did see a minor pullback with this correction, but not much. It is down about 8% from its all-time highs from this in this past six months. It has a market cap of $74 billion, and it, it does have a dividend yield of about 0.5% at its current levels. All right, so if we take a look at recent news, Activision has been very aggressive with coming out with expansions, coming out with mobile games, and just overall strengthening their current IP. If we recently, they just released a Crash Bandicoot game. They released expansions for some for one of their Blizzard's Hearthstone games, and their Call of Duty mobile game and console games are doing amazing. All right, if we take a look at top apps on the iOS platform here in the United States as of April 1st of 2021, in the free, Crash Bandicoot makes it as number three, and their Call of Duty game comes in at number 15. Call of Duty has been out for a long time. If we take a look at grossing, number three is Call of Duty. Number four is Candy Crush, both of them owned by Activision. If we take a look at future growth, Activision is expected to grow 7.8% on average for the next three to five years. It's also expected to grow its earnings, which is what we would like to see. We want to see companies with strong earnings and positive cash flow from operations that continue to go up now let's take a look at their financial health financially activision is 
pretty set. They have about $8.8 billion in cash and short-term investments right now and only $3.6 billion in debt. Even though they are profitable, they are nowhere near leveraged with the amount of cash. I am happy with this amount of cash, right? Because right now, I think it's time for companies to be very, very aggressive with acquisitions. And with cash like this, I can see Activision going out, maybe increasing, maybe not buying some form of game studio, but maybe buying some form of platform of technology that can help their overall market grow. All right, so the second company we're gonna take a look at is Electronic Arts. This is also in the gaming market. And the reason I'm taking a look at these stocks is because they are all profitable, but at the same time, they are in markets that are expected to continue to grow, right? So they, they already have that strong earnings. They already have that strong balance sheets. Um, so even though they might be boring stocks, uh, I do believe they can still do great return to investors. You might know EA games from some of their big games like Medal of Honor, Need for Speed, NHL, FIFA, Madden, UFC, some of Star Wars game, uh, Plants vs. Zombie, FIFA, I don't know if I mentioned that one already. So there's a lot of Sims, right? They have a lot of IP behind their names, both in the mobile platform. And these are very similar to Activision, games that have plenty of in-game items that are making good money for the company. EA Games right now is traded under the NASDAQ as ticker EA. Um, it is currently sitting at $137. This one seemed to took a, a bigger beating. Actually, no, it's still down about 7.3%, very similar to Activision from its all-time um, from its all-time highs in the past six months. And it has a market cap of about $40 billion. We can see this one also has a dividend yield of about 0.5%. So again, it's a company that's profitable, that's still growing, and at the same time, still giving some form of money back to shareholders. If we take a look at recent news, EA Games is also being very aggressive with new games that they're coming out, but they're also making strong acquisition moves. Um, EA Game announces deal to acquire Glue Mobile, which was a heavy growth gaming stock that a lot of people were interested about a year ago. And they've also made a recommendation acquisition of Code Master, which is another gaming in the racing sports game that they believe will do amazing with their current ip and i do believe this is something we're going to continue to see as as maybe some of these stocks we've seen continue to drop in value a lot of these other bigger ones are gonna probably scoop some up and, and we're gonna see a few acquisitions within the next few years not only is ea games being very aggressive with acquisitions they're also coming out with new games see if you take a look at press release they just released a new golf game i'm not a huge golfer um, and they're also releasing new games to new consoles and they seem to have new IPs as well. So EA is expected to grow its revenue 7% on average for the next three to five years. I do believe Activision was growing a little bit faster and EA is also expected to continue to grow its earnings. They are positive in cash flow from operation and that is continuing to increase, which is something I'm super, super excited. If we take a look at their balance sheet, very similar to Activision, very high amount of cash, very low amount of debt. Great things. Again, we're seeing this one being very heavy with acquisitions, but I believe with the amount of cash they have right now, they might still be very aggressive. There's a lot of cheap companies out right now below that $1 billion market cap that I could foresee some of these companies going for. So no wonder EA Games makes it on my number two. The final game, and might as well stay within this overall gaming market, is Take-Two 
games uh, or take two interactive take two has three major franchises right now that we're gonna see in their gaming department they have rockstar they have 2k and they have their private division in their rockstar games they have a catalog like grand theft auto which has been doing amazing even in the streaming community right now red dead redemption which was probably one of my favorite games i played in a long time also some other lesser known games um but still very strong ip i would say in their 2k they have some big players like borderlands nba 2k and civilization and in their private division not so many known names here but the auto worlds is one of the biggest ip there take two interactive is traded under the nasdaq as ticker ttwo and it's currently sitting at 180 dollars in the past six months this has also pulled back it's pulled back a little bit more compared to the other two players about 15.6 percent i believe this one is all it's just a teeny bit more of a growth stock compared to the other ones so it tends to have grown down a little bit more market cap is also much smaller at 20.7 billion dollars this one unlike the other two it does not pay a dividend if we take a look at future growth take two is expected to grow 11.6 percent they're also expected to grow their earnings at faster levels than the other two and they are positive in cash flow from operations so fundamentally these are all great companies if we take a look at their financial health they are actually a little bit better than the two because they have no debt to their name and they have plenty of cash as well all right so now my overall thoughts on the three companies that we looked at today the first thing let me just share what they all have in common they all have a strong balance sheet um they're all hitting a market that i believe will be very bullish in the upcoming years and they all have our positive earnings right how can we forget that that was the main point of today's video now let's take a look at them individually activision one of my favorite things about activision was how strong their games were we saw in the top top ios um apps right now activision games made it in the top 10 for multiple platforms for grossing for free ea games was one thing i really and, and activision had a very strong dividend very similar ea games right ea games had a had a uh, had a dividend for sure so not only is it profitable not only is it in a bullish market it's also giving some money back to shareholders ea games i really also like their ip right the overall sports uh, market they're being very heavy on acquisitions we saw them acquire glue mobile and they're in talks or have a potential offer on that racing ip game company they're trying to grow that platform again they are these two activision and ea are both very very strong in the type of in-game item sales with fifa the amount of people the amount of money people spend on fifa on sims on nfl is insane um the final company we looked at was take two and take two even though all of them had a strong balance sheet take two was the only one with a clean balance sheet right it had no debt to its name and it's also one that was growing at faster levels from my experience uh for me as a gamer i enjoy the games more from activision and ea as a whole but take two definitely has some strong names to behind it um so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode let me know which one would you guys prefer out of the three and i'm thinking of maybe doing a, a next video on them but this is more now that we know the overall concepts of both these companies more take a look at some metrics and see which one i would prefer and which one might be a hidden gem amongst the three so take care guys have a good night and see you next time